She Did a Her Way podcast, episode 92 with Julie Hightower. Welcome to the She Did It Her Way podcast, a collective of interviews with top female entrepreneurs from around the globe who have done it their way. These women are disruptors, savvy, courageous, confident, innovative, decisive, unconventional, and humble. Our ladies have proven business models, have taken risks, and have failed only for success to follow. Join us as they share their stories, behaviors, habits, mindset, thought processes, and what it is like to be a woman who means business. And now, here's your host, Amanda Bolin. Good morning or good afternoon or good evening, whatever you're listening to the She Did It Her Way podcast. Thank you guys so much again for tuning in. I don't know about you guys, but it is definitely this morning. It felt like fall in Chicago. I'm so excited. I bought my first sweater of the season this past weekend, and I cannot wait to wear it. I'm super, super stoked, but not nearly as stoked as I am for today's episode with Julie Hightower and this woman is so inspiring and she just, oh my, definitely like it gets you going in the morning. You don't even need caffeine. You're just so jazzed after listening to her. So I can't wait for you guys to listen to the upcoming episode with Julie Hightower. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yay. We're with Julie Hightower who is the founder of A Better Date with Julie, and I'm so excited to bring her on the show today because this woman has so much energy. It is fantastic. Julie, how are you doing this Monday morning? I'm doing absolutely fantastic. Yay. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Well, I'm excited to dive in. Why don't we go ahead and get started? You tell us in one sentence what it is that you do. I am the host of an online show entitled A Better Day with Julie. The show's premises, it focuses on fashion, beauty, deals, and steals for the everyday woman. Mm, Okay. Let's talk about what inspires you to start A Better Day with Julie. Well, Amanda, that's actually a a very, very big question. (laughs) (laughs) But I got started because I had literally passion for fashion and beauty. Um, I had been around a lot of different Um, things as far as fashion beauty was concerned but I just wanted to take a leap of faith and have a have a platform to talk about it I honestly did not have the perfect palette or the perfect like scenario to get started but I said you know what why not there's never going to be a perfect time to start it so why not so I started taking classes and started researching you know other outlets of things that were kind of similar that I wanted to do but not sure kind of how I wanted it to to happen. And I and so I started um, coaching and taking classes with with representatives and people who were actually in the industry that it had a proven track record. And it kind of just evolved from there. And that's how a better day with Julie was actually birthed. And we actually started, Amanda, a year and two and a half months ago. That's incredible. Cause I feel like it, I mean, when you, I, when did we, we first met, I think earlier this year, sometime. Yes. it was at a Windy City Blogger yeah. event. It was fantastic. It was, it was. But I think like where you've, A Better Day with Julie has even come since like when we first met to even now, like leaps and bounds and you've done, you've accomplished so much in the year and two months that you guys have, you've been around. Like when you first started and you were looking at, okay, I know you said you took classes and you got coaches, but like, let's talk about the things that you as Julie had to do. And I want to highlight this because 
anyone who's thinking about starting an endeavor and blending their family and like blending the family in the sense of like working um, and adding on starting something in addition to what they're already doing is not easy and it takes a lot of hard work. It takes a lot of preparation from, I I mean like all the things from like social media and figuring out your brand and your vision. So talk Uh to us about like the early days when you were beginning to, to blend all these activities with everything that you already had going on in your life. Absolutely. It's a very, very good question. So, Amanda, when I initially got started, gosh, it seems like moons ago, like <laughs> nine years ago. Um, but like I said, it's only been a year, almost a year and three months. But um, I literally studied what I wanted to be. And I know you may say, well, Julie, what does that mean? So I studied what I wanted to really be. So I looked at the successful people that were doing different things that I wanted to do. Whether, you know, one of my passions outside of A Better Day with Julie is philanthropic work. I studied people that had a platform that utilized their platform to do philanthropic efforts. I studied people. I studied. I took classes that could propel me to get me where I wanted to be. So whether an individual wants to be a cook on the, you know, cooking channel, whether they want to be a TV host, whether they want to be, you know, a nurse, whatever it is, you got to study what you want to be. You got to prepare for where you're going. So what I did was I wrote out a vision plan. I didn't have the master, like I said, the master palette or anything of that nature. But I believe you have to write the vision, and whatever you believe in, whether it's a god or the universe or whatever, it truly manifests. It really, really, really does. And I, you know, was very prayerful. It was a very, it was a huge leap of faith. You know, I was nervous. I didn't have a journalism background. I have a sales background. So I didn't have the perfect layout of the degrees to really make this work. And so you know what? I just said, you know what? I have the heart for it. I said I have the drive for it. And I'm going to figure this out. Because when a woman makes up her mind, Mm. when there's a will, there's always a way. Get (laughs) out of our way. So what I did was on my first year, I truly believe in vision boards and vision doors. And so I do not do vision boards. I do vision doors. I was just going to ask, what is a vision door? A vision door is an abbreviated, larger version of a vision board. (sighs) And what it is, is I took, I went to Staples and I got the brightest cards, fluorescent cards you can possibly imagine to plaster on my door of goals that I wanted to accomplish just period in my life. I wanted to, you know, I wanted to, for instance, um, this year, I wanted to plan a huge philanthropic outreach for Um, inner city areas in Chicago. Chicago is plagued with a lot of different things that are going on that have been very interesting this year. So I am working with an organization to do holiday random acts of kindness. And what happened was when I wrote it out, Amanda, on December 31st, I wrote the plan out of how it was going to look. I didn't have the resources. I didn't have the contacts. I didn't have everything that you would think I would have, but I wrote it out. And what happened was because of hard work, faith, and people believing in my vision and just sharing it. You got to share. You got to tell people, you know, what you want to do and what you want to want to accomplish. Everything fell together. And one person, literally one person at a table that I was sitting at, I shared with them what I was doing. I was actually at a philanthropic event um, with my family. And I shared with them not knowing who they were and what their role was. They believed in my vision and it's happening. We're doing our holiday random acts of kindness with the Better Day with Julie and the Daisy Foundation the weekend of December 16th where we're going to surprise families for the holidays. So that's just one example of writing it down 
and believing in it and putting the work with it because it it you got to have some skin in the game. You're going to get rejection. You can't be selected and you know without rejection. You can't get where you want to be. It's going to be it's going to it's going to be a journey. But I put it out there. I got no's, but the yeses outweigh the no's. And here we are. And here we are. So there's that's honestly how everything has evolved with the better day with everything in my life. I just ask and and my my parents always instilled in me, you know what? You have not if you ask not. Mm. So what if? Why not you? You know what? You've been gifted. You've been put on this earth to do something so amazing, whatever it is. Everyone has different giftings. I always wanted to be a singer, but it didn't happen. So I'm just working with what my mom gave me and the good Lord gave me. Ew. So I, I always woke up. I always wanted to sing. You know, I just thought that was just so amazing to do, but that wasn't the gift that I was given. So I just work with what I have what the good Lord and my mom gave me, and we make it work. Honestly, that is the honest to God truth, adulterated truth. And so I wrote my plan out. I wrote my vision door out. It's something that I do every year. I have a big party, and I can tell you everything that I did in my um, on my door in 2015 happened. Over half the things on my door right now, if you were to go into my home right now, I literally check it off as it goes. I check it off, and I do a check-in. I look at it daily when I walk out the door, and I look at it daily when I close my door. Because I didn't want to do the board because you you get busy. You don't look at it. But that door, I'm going to look at. That door, I'm going to open the, the put my keys in. I'm going to close the door. I'm going to open it as I'm leaving. And I wanted it to be a constant reminder of the things that I wanted. Not just in my career. Not just with A Better Day with Julie. Not just with my family. Goals that I wanted to, things I wanted to save. Double my 401k, double my, you know, my savings, pay off my mortgage, whatever it is, whatever, you know, the individual's goal is, but it works, but you have to write it down. Keeping it in your mind and not writing it down is not going to get it accomplished. And so I was challenged. I listened to a lot of um, inspirational speakers and my faith is very important to me and that really is what grounds me. But I, you know, I just kept hearing the same thing over and over again for a two-year period before A Better Day with Julie was even birthed. And I didn't know what was going to happen, but I was getting signs. I was getting, you know, whispers. I was just the inner, you know, inner voice that I, you know, we were, that we hear as women, that discernment you literally, you cannot pay for, Mm. um, the woman's intuition. But, you know, it was just different things that happened. And I just began, I got a journal. I purchased a $5.99 journal at TJ Maxx, a cute little bling journal. And I wrote this stuff down and here we are. And here we are a year and almost three months later. So I believe it works. It works. You can do anything that you want to do if you put your mind to it and are willing to do the work and make the sacrifices. Mm-hmm. Talk to us about when you first started A Better Day mm-hmm. with Julie and getting that off the ground. And I mean, just even recording your first episode, I think that uh-huh. is a, oftentimes taking that first step is what um, stops a lot of people. And I think because it does take a lot of energy to make that first move. I mean, you're just creating that energy. So talk to us about what it was like in the beginning as you were um, blending and balancing everything that you had going on in your life. Like how would you spend your days? How would you spend your nights? How would you Mm -hmm. spend your weekends? Because there's a lot that goes into getting something off the ground and being consistent with it. Absolutely. So as I said, you know, I before I, I wrote out a plan, but I had to have a, a schedule plan too because I was balancing multiple things. I'm very active in my church. I'm very active, you know, with my career and other things that I had going on. And so I said, you know what, designate the time where you can literally be present. And people laugh at me, Amanda, but I call it cave time. Mm. 
And cave time is meditation time, thinking time, where you're not doing multiple things where you can literally sit and think. It may be in your closet. Mine was in my closet because that's like where my shoe haven is, my clothes haven is, my purses. <laughs> that's like, I'm, that's my moment. That's, that's where I do my cave time. And I literally go in there and I think about what I want to accomplish. I decompress and I think about what I need to do. And realistically, what can I do? So with my other commitments and balancing. So I got a schedule. I bought a planner, old school planner, backed it up with my Google Calendar. And I literally took time every night, designated time to study my craft, to study and really prepare for where I was going nightly. And then I took my weekends and it was a sacrifice. And some of the times I had to skip certain things. Because that was my allotted time. And you have to be a little stingy with your time if you're really going to do this. And, you know, I was like, you know, I was very, very diligent. I was crazy about it. And if I, and you know what? And there are times. Let me, let's be honest. Let's have a real conversation. I, it wasn't perfect. So what I would do is if I, if I knew I had other obligations and other commitments going on in those evenings where my time was allotted for, you know, my other passions and a better day, I would make up the time on the weekend. So that would, I would maybe have to forego a sale at my favorite store or forego hanging out with some girlfriends. But I knew that my short-term sacrifice was going to put me closer to my long-term goal and what I wanted to do and what I wanted to do was change lives and make it a better day, a better life. And, and that's honestly it. That's what it is. I, I, a lot of the time, I was very diligent. My, my mother calls me a vampire, Amanda. I burned <laughs> the night. Can't, I did. I'm, I'm up late and I'm up early. But these are the sacrifices that you make for what you really want to do. Because, if you know, a commitment, it, it takes a commitment. And, you know, and, you know, do you, have, do you have peaks and valleys? Absolutely. You know, while all this was going on, I was building, you know, I lost my grandmother who's very, very dear to me. But you know what? Her vision still lived on. Her life still lived on. And she would not want me to stop. You know, one of the things that my grandmother, the last things that my grandmother got to see was me actually being on Steve Harvey. I was a guest on Steve Harvey. No way. What, I mean, gosh, it was amazing. And that that catapulted so much things from that. And I was so glad that she had an opportunity to see that. So, but she saw me taking the classes. She saw me, you know, investing in going. And honestly, I, I, I literally for six months flew to New York and L.A., Oh my God. And I wanted to be around experts that could help me understand because I was making an investment with time, with money, with sacrifices, with resources. So I wanted to best capitalize as best as I could. Right. I saved my money. I put myself on a budget. So I, me, I had to for mm -hmm. Yeah, really quick. Let me ask you. I think a lot of people may have an idea or something that they want to start and they begin in the right. research phase and Mm -hmm. it's almost as if there's one foot on the dock and one foot on the boat where it's, I know like for you, you, you were on that boat. You're like, I'm going on the ship. It's going to sail. Like there's no doubt in my mind mm -hmm. that you were confident. So you invested the time and resources. Were you like instantly that confident about what would happen by investing your time, money and resources into these classes that would ultimately get you where you want to go? Or did you ever have doubt? And if you did have doubt, how did you overcome that and get yourself to say, I'm going to invest in myself to get to where I want to go? Great question. The question I'll ask you, 
for whoever's listening is how bad do you want it? Mm. Girl, how bad do you want it? Do you kind of want it? Do you maybe want it? Or do you really want it? And what we really want, we do. Period. And that's anything in life. So, you know, Amanda, these classes weren't $10. I'll be honest with you. (laughs) They were not $10. It was an investment. And I'll leave it at that. But I knew ultimately that it would be worth it. And what I invested is what I got, I would get back. And if I invested pennies, I'll reap pennies. Mm. If I invest, you know, if I invest and really put all of my efforts and energy and commitment into it, I knew I would get it back. I knew I would get it back. I, if I, I thought about, I thought about at that moment and I still think about, you know, the most successful things, the most exciting times of my life of how I really impacted someone, of how I really accomplished something that I wanted to do. I made sacrifices and I really wanted to do it. And because my efforts matched my, my efforts, matched my energy, matched my budget, matched everything, it all came to fruition. And, and money was not going to stop me. My family, I'm not a trust fund baby. I'm not. I come from a very, very hardworking Southern family of people that, you know, we didn't always have the resources, but we figured it out. And my parents literally laid the foundation and modeled it for my sister and I. And I'm so grateful and so thankful. And because of their example and because of their encouragement and their push, and they pushed, because of all those examples, that's really what has grounded me. But, you know, we grow up. And then our parents can only do so much once we, we put on our, our big girl. And this honestly separates on this journey and on your journey as you're deciding what you're doing. It separates the girls from the big girls. And I heard that a long time ago with an inspirational speaker that I was um, listening to. And it, it really does. And the big girls, when you're, when you're a big girl, that means you make sacrifices. You do things you don't want to do. You do it when you don't want to show up. There's things that come up, but you do it anyway because you're committed to the cause. You're committed to your dream. You're committed to really doing this. And then once you figure it out, it doesn't matter. The money, all that stuff, you'll get it back. You'll, you'll get it back. And it doesn't happen overnight, but it's coming. And you put your faith with the action. It all manifests. Whatever you believe in, it manifests. Mm-hmm. It, it truly does. I'm a testament time and time again. And one person can walk into your life and change the whole trajectory. But you got to be ready. And you got to be preparing. You can't get ready when you get there. You got to be preparing right now. Yeah. And I, I think that's definitely important because there's a lot of things mm-hmm. where I've, I've seen. And I mean, I'm totally, I've fallen to this as well. And some people, like people that I, I've worked with and whatnot, it's that we wait until the opportunity is there to prepare versus mm-hmm. the opportunity doesn't really come. And then you prepare, you prepare for it, and then the opportunity arises. Exactly. So, well, talk to us about, too, I mean, the the going back to when you first started A Better Day with Julie, mm-hmm. like, aside from all the investment and training and time and resources that you've done, like, how did you, where did you get the camera? Who did you get the production people from? Like, mm-hmm. where did you first start out, and how has it changed from the like maybe the logistical standpoint. I mean, if someone let's say wants to start a similar online YouTube show, 
um, like and like in your case, like what did you first do? Did you look for place? Did you look for a camera person? Mm-hmm. I mean, what did that look like? And then we'll talk about how maybe the brand has shifted, if it has, or things that you've mm-hmm. noticed over time now that you've been doing this for over a year. Right. Well, initially on going in um, to a better day, I am not technically sound, to be honest, if I'm having a, if I'm being honest. So, you know, a lot of people opt to use their phone as far as YouTube is concerned um, and other different ways of doing it. But I knew with where I was going, I literally went to a media production company Mm. and and I knew it was going to be I was like you know I literally just believed Amanda because it's not cheap it is not cheap but I share with them my vision I ask them to believe in me I asked them you know to I wrote out my plan I had that plan ready I prepared it I laid it out I shared with them and literally a leap of faith the CEO of the company that I'm that I'm contracted with and I work with believed in me. Mm-hmm. But I had prepared before I met with him. All the classes I had taken, all the cave time that I had done, studying my craft, understanding what it was. But see, the opportunity was already being set up because of what I had already invested, because of my level of seriousness and commitment to it. And they worked with me. So my advice is to study, study, study. Just, yes, take a leap of faith, but understand what you're doing. What are you trying to accomplish? How is this going to impact your life and others? And you do that when you have that particular mindset, it all comes together. So in a in, in real world, I mean, it. honestly, you know, I... I did save my money. I did. Honestly. I I, saved a little bit here and there. And I think that Mm -hmm. too is just a highly respectable because I mean, Mm -hmm. you were so strategic on how, what you were going to do and your plan for a better day with Julie. And you, I mean, put your money where I don't want to, um, I mean, but you, you showed up and you invested and it wasn't just time and resources. I mean, resources as a money might be a resource, but like Mm -hmm. you made sacrifices to save that money and to make a decision to say, this is ultimately where I want to go. Here's how I'm going to get there. And you talk about being a big girl and, and making those sacrifices. Um, talk to us too about like how has your, like, what have you figured out about a better day with Julie since you started and to now. And let me preface this saying, like, even with the podcast show, which she did it her way, when we first started it, it was, let's just interview women and we'll produce a show every week. And now mm-hmm. over time, we're really seeing that, okay, our core market is for women who have recently gone out on their own or are in a job that they want to go out. So they're, they're like in that lead up phase of before they take the leap to go out on their own. And so like, have mm-hmm. you seen a, a voice really come out of a better day with Julie since you started it. Yes. Yes. My first few episodes was actually in my condo unit. And um, what I found was that I needed to bring experts on the show on top of me actually sharing um, what I loved um, by myself. I want it to be credible. So I began to partner with 
some of the top bloggers in the Midwest with Windy City bloggers and um, and again, researching, putting myself in the position, being at the places, understanding where I, when I researched and I did my cave time, where do I need to be? What do I need to do different that someone else is not doing? So I found that my response was getting even better when I partnered and collaborated. And the show's premises is on women. So why not have a platform where we're promoting other women and other women businesses? And it just completely exploded. And I, I and I know there's cliches where you know women have to support each other. I am I'm about doing it. Mm-hmm. Not in I'm doing it in action, not in lip service. And so, you know, it was women supporting each other. It was a platform to do it. And so it's constantly evolving. And you will and you personally will evolve and your mission and your business will evolve. Things change. And you've got to keep up. I would have never guessed that I would have considered being on Snapchat <laughs> and Instachat. Oh my God. But you got to evolve, right? You got to evolve. So that's just a perfect example of it. So, so yes, I initially started thinking it was just going to be me kind of, you know, sharing and telling and that. And then it evolved to, you know, bringing my sister bloggers and fashionistas on the show. And now we're partnering with boutiques. We're partnering with other businesses to highlight inner beauty and outside beauty. Mm. And it's been wonderful. And, you- and what, I'm, what I'm constantly doing, Amanda, is all the time assessing, you know, how can I serve other women? How can I serve? How can I inspire other women with this show? It's not about Julie. Mm-hmm. Julie's a personality. But how can I serve and be better? How can I create a momentum that's going to make it better, that's going to help someone feel good, look good, be good, all those things. And so when I get in that mindset and take Julie out of the equation, the response is completely different. But if I make it just about me and not others, and that's in anything, that's just in life in general, you don't get the same response. But when I make it about other people and serving, for instance, I'll give you an example really quickly. We did a Mother's Day outreach with Dress for Success on Monday, May the 2nd. And we made over 52 moms in six hours. And what I did was, it was a vision. I wrote it on my, on my vision door. I said, you know what? I want to go in and I want to make over these women. These women have had you know, obstacles. They've been through a lot. But when there's a will, there's a way. They're bouncing back. You know, they, 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 they really want to get back into you know, the job force. And Dress for Success is an amazing organization that allows and empowers women to do that with different things that they offer. And I said, you know what? I'm going to go do this. And I'm going to bring in all of my resources that other people that I know, know we didn't have the money, we didn't have the budget, but when there's a will, there's always a way. Mm -hmm. And we pulled it together. And the response, Amanda, was absolutely insane. We raised almost over $75,000 of sponsored donations. Wow. Of Julie, we believe in you. Here you go. What do we got to do? Main Space, Pin Me Up, gave us three different studios, downtown Chicago, the one that, two of the top salons down, downtown Chicago. Julie, whatever you need. Just an example of what it was. And you rally people in and you're, and you're thinking in ble- about blessing others and how you can imp- impact people's lives. And it exploded, and we're doing a whole big thing next year for Mother's Day with the Daisy Foundation and A Better Day and Dress for Success. We're going to do a whole big thing on this. 
um, to make it even bigger and grander and impact women's lives. So that's just an example of so much kind of coupled all together. But when you put others first and evolving and putting your ideas into plan and writing it out and asking and telling people, it all comes together. Mm -hmm. So I had to evolve and I trusted my gut because my gut never lied to me. It has never lied to me. Trust your inner being. Trust what you're hearing. Trust the whisper that you're hearing inside. And it will direct you. Mm. And so I did. And I, and I, you know, honestly, I knew this two years ago and I wasn't obedient to what I was hearing. And I did it this year. We planned it literally in two months. This whole big event in two months. As I was kind of going back and forth, you know, we, you know, it, let's just be honest, you know, it's like you've got your busy and you got other commitments and you're doing this. But I had to make it a priority. And what if I change one other woman's life? What if by doing this would change her life? And what happened was, Amanda, I didn't know this that day. There were six women that had interviews. And they went in interview ready, makeup done, hair done, fresh manicure. They were ready to go. They had a beautiful headshot that was donated by one of the top photographers in Chicago, Sonia Martin. And... They were ready. They were set up for success. But what if I did not listen to that call? Right. What if I did not listen? And my one yes impacted all of those women that day. My one yes of, of going to the people that I work with, that I had relationship with, utilizing my resources of, of people that I had, you know, had great relationships with by just telling them. They're like, Julie, we're in. What do we need to do? I was so overwhelmed. And there was a particular woman that came in and she was real sassy, real cute little lady. And I said, you know what? You're going to smile today. And she was like, I don't know about this thing you guys are doing here. I don't know about this. <laughs> and so not knowing that she had several adversities that I'm not at liberty to share, but she had several things that had happened in her life. And I went up to her afterwards after the event was over and she looked absolutely stunning. I said, how do you feel? She said, I feel beautiful on the inside. Job accomplished. Job what accomplished. What do you think? I mean, you talk about how in the beginning stages for the first few years, first few years, you weren't listening to your intuition. Why do you mm -hmm. think individuals, women, who is ever, I mean, just as people that we choose to ignore it, Mm -hmm. Or like, why don't we listen to it? I mean, I've, I've fallen to that multiple times and I'm like, gosh. Yes. Like, so yes. for you, why, why didn't you listen when you heard it? To be honest, if I can be perfectly I would love transparent. That. We love these no. candid conversations. I, yes. I told <laughs> lies in my head. I made up excuses. I made up excuses as to why I could not do it. Well, I've got this to do. Well, you're always going to have something to do. Well, I'm busy. Well, we all have the same 24 hours in the day. And what if you impacted someone's life? And what if you changed someone else's life? And what if you were a blessing to someone else? And so I just made up stories. Fear of failing, one. Excuses, being lazy, not wanting to be flexible, not wanting to, you know, I was caught up in self. We are, we're all guilty of it. Being selfish, not sharing. 
And share, it's a blessing to be a blessing. When you share, that's a blessing to someone. Now, whether they receive it or not, you did your part. But, you know, I had to get out of myself. It wasn't about Julie. And once I took myself out of the equation, it was like, oh, my gosh. Like, this is, I'm like creating a movement. Like, because of my one yes. And what if your one yes, what if that one move you've been waiting on impacted someone? How would you feel? Mm, pretty How would you fantastic. Feel? You would feel fantastic. You would feel fantastic. You know, and, and you know, my mother is such an inspiration in my life. I love both her and my, my dad so much. And, and, and she would always say to me, what are you waiting on? If, if, if God has planted that in your, in your, in your heart, you got to move on that. Time is short. Life is short. What will we say when we read your obituary? And when she said that to me, Amanda, I'm like, oh my Lord, I got to get a move on it now. Mm-hmm. Like I'm behind. <laughs> and what if, and what if, and when that woman said that to me, that she felt beautiful on the inside, Amanda, I, the, the water just filled my eyes and tears streamed down my face. And I said, and I, and I, I reflected on it that evening and I said, you know what? What if I was not obedient to what I was, what I heard and what, what the gut was telling me to move on mm-hmm. and the whisper and whatever you believe in and what, whatever. What if I did not do what I, what was purposed in my heart? You got to follow that. And if that's what's in your heart, you got to move on it. You got to move whether you got the money or not. It will come. The money, the resources, your biggest resources are relationships, not money. Mm relationships will bring you profit relationships will connect you with the right people that have the money yeah and 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 with the vision it all comes together all the people that i'm working with and right now amanda that's on my team and i'm very protective on my team and my space and that's one other thing that i would say too you've got to get you've got to get around people that get your rhythm not dream killers, not vision killers, people that get your rhythm and your sync. And if they can't support you during the dark days, not just the good days, during the dark days, they're not for you. And so all the people that I'm working with right now, I did not know prior to A Better Day with Julie. So, and to, yeah, and Mm -hmm. that, like, just, I appreciate you being so vulnerable and open and sharing all of that. I mean, like I'm getting fired up and I've got goosebumps over here too. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, is this, I mean, they say like, like a lot of our experiences is a, is a reflection of us. And I'm like, man, maybe I'm hearing this message today for a reason. So thank you. And I'm sure there's yes. many people listening that are, are getting the same thing and just being absolutely blown away and touched by it too. I mean, you work with so many people and managing that. I want to talk about how you, um, like, how do you know what you're going to, who you're going to bring on? Like, do you work on a content calendar and how far out do you do it? And like, how do you stay so on top of everything that you're doing? And like, how do you schedule your days to be most productive? Do you use 
to like what type of tools or apps maybe mm-hmm. that you find super helpful to your success in your business? Yes, I um, I have a team. I because my business has evolved, I do have a team that helps me. I did not start with the team. Let me say it again. I did not start with the team. The team was Julie. Pro Julie, go Julie. That was Julie. That was <laughs> okay. <laughs> but you know, as as things have evolved, I've been able to you know work with a team that gets my rhythm. I wanted people that understood my vision and what the vision was and what we wanted to accomplish. But prior to that, Amanda, and I still do it, I use an old school calendar that I go to Staples every year and get, and I back it up with my Google calendar, and I study it. I know exactly what my week looks like, exactly what my week looks like. I set up alerts because I can't remember everything. I, I'm, I'm running 100 miles a minute trying to remember everything I've got going on. So I set up five alerts literally in my Google account <sighs> calendar to remind me the day before, two hours before, an hour before, 30 minutes before, just to remind me because it's in sync. It's in sync. And I study and I lay out my day. Sunday nights are my time to literally lay out my calendar, understand what's going on. What does this week look like? Who am I meeting with? What am I walking into? Who am I going to connect with this week? And even though I have all that going on, I'm still thinking my mindset is, is what new connections am I going to make this week? Who am I going to run into? It's a faith walk. It's a belief walk. It's, you know, it's a mindset. And it always, something always manifests. I'm always meeting someone new. But I'm in the headspace of, you know, ready. I'm ready, prepared. I'm preparing for where I'm going. I don't have a million dollar business yet. It's just a matter of when. Mm. I don't have this yet. I don't have all the resources yet. So can I can yeah. I pause too? Because this also, yeah. I think when you were talking previously, I love how you're like, I don't have a million dollar business yet. The question is when. Mm-hmm. And I know my, uh, my fiance has been someone who has really inspired me and he's an entrepreneur as well. And mm-hmm. he always like one thing that stuck with me that he told me is that entrepreneurs and the successful ones don't say, will it work? They say when when it works, and you already assume that you will be successful. It's not a matter of if, but it's when. And I love that you said that, and it is getting in the right mindset of anyone has the opportunity and possibility to do it. We just have to shift the mindset and ask ourselves when, not if. Exactly. And it's walking in expectancy. I'm expecting a great week. Mm. And I don't have time to have bad days. I'll have a stretched moment. I don't even say bad. Stretched moment. I love that. Stretched moment. I don't have time to have a bad day because I got to only have 24 hours. I'm noting that. And if I allow that day, I'm going to miss out. I'm going to miss on another opportunity. All you get is an opportunity. Every day we all have opportunities. Now the question is, will you maximize it? Do we have, do we have our moments? Absolutely. Does Julie have her moments? all the time, but I can't sit and wallow and marinate and bathe in it. Hmm. I got to keep it moving. Otherwise, I'm going to miss out on something so major because I was wallowing in so much. And when I have a goal, move out of the way. And I heard something um, from a motivational speaker. Her name is Real Talk Kim. She's amazing. She said, you know what? I'm going on this journey with or without you, even if I got to drop you off. I got to keep it moving. So the people that are getting in my way, I got to drop them off. I got to keep it moving because I've got this end all goal in mind, whatever it is. You've got an end all goal. 
if you could do it for free, what is it? If you could do it, if, if, if they said, you know what, the sky is the limit. This is yours to have. Are you going to do it? Are you going to maximize that opportunity? Are you going to wallow in what you don't have? I don't have the money. I don't have this. I don't have that. Am I good enough? Am I pretty enough? Go work it, girl. Go work at what you got. God knew what he was doing when he created you. You, you, got, you got the full package. And you know what? You're going to keep enhancing it. You're going to keep getting better or gooder and gooder, as my pastor would say. <laughs> gooder and gooder. And you're going to evolve. And you know what? With stretch moments, it makes you stronger and better. You yeah. cannot be selected. I heard this yesterday. This is from Bishop T.D. Jakes. He said, you cannot be selected if you're not willing to be rejected. Yeah, I love that. So there's going to be rejection. That's so powerful. There's going to be rejection. People are going to tell you no's. I, I have heard so many no's, girl. I could be a millionaire right now of no's. <laughs> but it didn't stop me because I knew what the end all goal in mind was and is. And I'm going to do it. And you know what? My story is going to be so much more powerful because I went through all of that. And I can share and say, you know what, Amanda, this person rejected me. This person was this to me. This happened. This happened. I didn't have the money. I didn't do this. I didn't that. But this is what happened. And I can think and appreciate and remain humble in the process and as I grow and elevate. Mm-hmm. And too, Julie, I mean, I think another thing that I love about your story, too, is you you've taken accountability for what in in your case in your belief like what the lord and and your god has blessed you Mm -hmm. with and there's so many times and this is like a personal quick story is especially growing up i mean i would i would deflect and feel sorry for myself in some situations Mm -hmm. about a financial state and not having Mm -hmm. grown up in like a well-off family whatever and it wasn't until that I finally took accountability that made me realize, like, stop looking at other people and admiring and envious of what they have in their situation because all of us are put on this earth for a different reason and we all are going to have different financial, mental, successful, like, just different states. And so once we can appreciate where we're at with our own life and bring in that gratefulness is when we actually start being able to change the things and influence and shift those. So... I, I, yeah, I just appreciate you like being vulnerable in that aspect as, as well. So why don't tell us about a time that I want to know in the business, when you started a better day with Julie, tell us one like massive challenge that you had that was, I mean, what most people would consider just a headache and that maybe other people would have given up, but you were like, no, I'm going to figure this out. Like it's a very stretched moment you had. Tell us about one of your biggest stretched moments. I think, honestly, I'll share a social media story. Um, it's social media and kind of getting there as quick as I wanted. So I have been blessed. And let me say this again. I have been extremely blessed and I'm very fortunate for where I am. But we all want to get there quicker. And coming from the background that I had, which was sales, it, you know, I want to be a massive producer now. And it didn't go my way, Amanda. Like I wanted, I started with zero social media following. I wasn't a social media girl prior to a better day. I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to be bothered with it. I looked at it. I had accounts, but I just looked. And I really did not want to be bothered with it. And so 
I knew that that was a nature and a part of the business. I knew that, you know, I wanted this to grow and go quickly and make it happen and do certain things and be profitable and all these things. And it was not going my way. And when you say it wasn't going your way, you, what do you mean by that? It wasn't, it wasn't going, it wasn't going as successful as I wanted it to be. I didn't have a million, I didn't have a million followers in six months. <sighs> I didn't have a hundred thousand followers in three months. And this is part of the journey. And delay is not denial. It's not. This is part of the journey. And sometimes I feel like you get tested to see, to see, you know, can you have some skin in the game? Are you kind of doing this? Are you really in? And, and I was getting tested to see if I was really in. And what I learned through that process is that the social media numbers do not define me. That, that does not make who Julie is. Mm -hmm. Julie has a big heart. I have a big gallon heart. I'm a giver. I'm a doer. And if I tell you I'm going to do something, you better, you can cash the check to the bank. I'm going to do it. And I'm going to find a way to do it. And then when I took myself out of the equation, was it about Julie's platform and getting these social media numbers? Or was it more about making impact? Mm -hmm. Was it about others? And when that mindset changed, and I was humble very quickly, Amanda, very quickly. Because again, coming from the background that I had, being a producer, being a performer, being a top performer, making it happen, doing the necessary things legally, morally, and ethically that I did, you know, to make things happen, it didn't go my way. I was embarking on something that I did not know anything about. So I had to take a step back and say, wait a minute, sister, I had to have girlfriend time and honey, do a self check and say, listen, this is not a perfect journey. Your life hasn't been perfect. The other things you've done hasn't been perfect. You can't be number one all the time. You got to take a step back and say, why do you really want to do this? Why are you here? What are you doing this for? And when I did that, Amanda, when I tell you stuff started manifesting, the numbers went up, the mindset. My, first of all, I changed as an individual. Not that I was a bad person before, but I had to get out of self and we have to do our self reality check sometimes. Mm. Like we are so like we can get so caught up in self that we miss the mark and we miss opportunities. And I was missing the opportunity to connect and impact and change people's lives with the platform that I have been blessed and given. And when I took a step back and said, you know what? It's about inspiring. It's about empowering. It's about making people feel good. And we made the adjustments with the program to do so stuff blew up. I started meeting people, connecting with people that I'm working with right now. Other things started happening. Other opportunities started happening. Mother's Day makeover started happening. A better, better day, better life weekend came. Other people, I want to be a part of you, a part of this. How can I help you? How can I support you? What do you need? Why? Because the mindset changed. My heart changed. Your mind and your heart have to change. Mm -hmm. And what you're articulating with your mouth that is literally comes out, there's power and life and death are in the tongue. Oh, yeah. So once I started and, and, and took a step back and really started making it about others, about people, and not that I didn't, but I had selfish moments. 
That's selfish moments. I mean, we're we human. <laughs> we're human. Nobody's perfect on this earth. So I had my self-reality check. I had parents that would that would literally rebuke me and tell me and say, listen, you're wrong. You're wrong as a day is long. And we don't care that you're mad. You're wrong. I had other people that were around me, other ambassadors that would check me when I was wrong, that would love me to life after they after they put me in my place <sighs> and say, you, you're, you're dead wrong as the day is long. And, 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 I, and then I started to reflect and really get in that cave again and say, you know what? I got to take a step back. It is not about the social media numbers. It's not about 100,000 followers in six months. It's not about a million, dollar, a million followers in, in, in a year. It's about making impact and changing lives with the platform that you've been given. Somebody else is maybe cooking. I wish I could be a cook. Trust me. I want to be Rachel Ray all day, but I'm not. But she's been given a platform to do that platform, to change people's lives in that way. Everybody's been given a platform and a gift, and you've got to work it like you have never worked it before. Because our day and time is limited. Mm -hmm. Life is so precious. And when you begin to think and reflect on the things that are important, it it, it puts things in perspective. And I said, you know what? I I heard a story. This is one of the stories that my grandmother used to say to me. God rest her soul. Will you think and talk about this when you're 90 years old? Is this a rocking chair story? Mm. And then I heard this from another motivational speaker, um, Bishop T.D. Jakes, who actually has a, a show coming out in the fall. Um, about a motivation and empowerment. Will you talk about this? Is this a rocking chair story? Will you talk about this when you're 90 years old? Am I going to talk about a million followers in a year when I'm 90 years old? No, but I will talk about how I, how I enriched someone's life. I will talk about how I, how I inspired someone and how I inspired them to, to follow their dream and what's in their heart and how I love them to life. And because something that I said and something that I did inspire them and encourage them mm-hmm. to do something even greater. Yeah, that so, the, the butterfly effect is pretty powerful. And I think we can't, as like yes. human beings, we can't take it for granted yes. that every word. And um, Maya had a quote saying that, it, I mean, it's not, it's not what we say, but it's how we make people feel. And how we make people feel yes. is going to create actions within themselves. And then that's going to go out and it creates that butterfly effect. So I yes. totally agree. What would you say, Julie, a couple last questions. Um, mm-hmm. What is your favorite like resource or book when it comes to business that has really made an impact on you? Oh, my gosh. The list goes on and on. Where do I start? You can um, only pick one. <laughs> oh, come on. Um, recent or past? Um, I'll let you decide that. Hmm. Well, my latest favorite one, and I am like, he is my absolute favorite. So I have to, I have to say that I have to, I have to set the stage. I have to say the precursor. Um, <laughs> Bishop T.D. Jakes, and I, I, I've referenced him a few times in our conversation, Amanda. His books, his CDs, um, have changed my life. Literally, um, his latest one of his latest books is Destiny, and oh my gosh, 
and he talks about so much meat in this book, but it talks about destiny aligning with purpose and absolutely amazing. And then a um, inspirational sermon that he that literally changed the whole trajectory. And it's been him, and it's also been my master. So I have to give to I have to give credit for both. Um, but it was called Seeds of Greatness, and this this inspirational series like shaped so much for me um, when I was going through the process of you know vetting a better day with Julie and vetting things that I needed to do and hearing that. And I'll, I'll be honest with you, I mean, I am very protective of my space and what I listen to. Mm-hmm. I, I listen to a lot of inspirational, motivational speaking because that keeps me grounded. I need, to, I need to hear it in my head. I need to hear it in my space. When I'm in my car, I listen to it. I have it in, on my phone, on my iPhone, podcast, that kind of stuff. And it, it literally keeps me grounded with my faith and that, that keeps me grounded. So I am very limited on the radio. I'll be honest with you. I don't, I don't listen to it, but that book, life changing, life changing. And so it just changed. Um, you may say, well, what did it change? It just my perspective. And when your perspective is off, nothing is right. Nothing mm-hmm. goes right. Well, because you don't see things. You don't I mean, it's see all the lens. Exactly. And I'm like, wait a minute. And in this book, like, and in his his talks and him him and Joel Osteen and my pastor, they just all three of them are just amazing, 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 amazing. But um it just your like you said, your lens, like your whole focus, you know, is is shifted. And you're like so dead on, like you have like these blinders on, like there is nothing that is stopping you. And it's like it's like a Mac train, like you going in a in a in a China store and literally like going in like a bull. Like you are like pulling out of the way. I mean like you're you're gonna blast it all the way out. Like get out of the way because I'm coming in and it it nothing is stopping me. And those particular three aspects, I know you only gave me one, so I kind of cheated, but <laughs> but those areas, I mean like their books like just and there and they also also have them available on audio, but I'm telling you it's my it's it's mind boggling. They're bestseller books. They they were you know New York bestseller books and audio and just if you don't if you don't feel something if you don't get one thing out of that something is wrong, something is seriously wrong. I really I will pray for the individual seriously, <laughs> um because. Just the first few pages is like oh my god okay I, I don't need to read anything else. This is like okay I got it. I'm good. And so it's like nothing is impossible. And that and that's honestly what summarizes everything with the books that I've read, the conferences that I've gone to, the business conferences that I've gone to, the inspirational, motivational conferences that I've gone to, is that nothing is impossible. And when you put the faith with the action and the action matches the faith, there is nothing that can stop you. Nothing. Not a person not a man, not a woman, not anything, not a death, 
not a, not a, not a anything can stop you. You may have things that come up. Think life's going to happen. We're going to have trials and tribulations. We're all going to be tested. But even when that happens, you're going to get right back in sync. You're going to get right back in your rhythm and you're going to have the bounce back ability and you're going to get it done. Mm-hmm. And that's what I took away from those. But I mean, like there's so many books that he's written, but it, it, I read them all. But <laughs> that one is the latest. And I go back and reflect on it. And there have been different motivational messages that I've heard, you know, from my pastor, Angel Osteen and Bishop Jake said, I have listened to it like literally over and over again. And there was a message that I heard several years ago, um, specifically for my pastor. And I, and I literally, I still have it on my, on my um, phone that I, that I saved in the CD. And it, the message was nothing is impossible. And, it's, and when you think about it, like not a thing. And you take the word nothing, not anything. And when you're tested, I'm like, so what? Okay, your no means a yes. That means not now. But it doesn't mean it's not going to stop what I'm doing. Mm. That means not yet. Okay, what's next? And if you think about it in that way, what's next? Okay, what else? What blessing am I going to walk into today? What thing am I, what, what thing, what opportunity am I going to walk into? And you walk up, you wake up in the morning with expectancy and you meditate and pray and do whatever you do. And you put your, your head and your, and your space is clean. And the people that are pouring into you, I mean, your top five people that you talk to are the most influential in your life. So that space is clean and like, and motivating and inspiring and encouraging, uplifting. Girl, get out of the way. I told you in advance. You just made me a millionaire for me just telling you this. You, I mean, you just walk into your destiny. And I'm like, oh, it's game on now. It's game on. This, this next half of my life, it is game on. It is game on. I love and it's that. like, you know, I battled with, you know, I'm in my new 20 club. That, that would be 30, 30 club now. And I'm like, oh, I didn't this. And, you know, we have this magic plan. But all things work together for the good. We may not understand it in that moment. You know, I was going to be CEO at 25. And I was going to be this major marketing mogul at 28. And you have all these dreams. And there's nothing wrong with dreams and visions. God knows. But we have this perfect plan. But it doesn't always go that way, but that makes us who we are. But that, mm-hmm. that does not mean that we can't do it. What's in our heart? That doesn't mean we can't go after it. So what? You got rejected. Girl, keep it moving. You're going to get re- rejected again. Yeah. Okay, next. <laughs> but I'm walking in lessons, walking in expectancy. I'm like, honey, I'm expecting a great thing today. That's like, I'm going to have something so major today. Like, girl, I'm going to blast it all on Facebook. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell everybody about it. That is, I love that. Like, one of the, we always tell, or one of the things when I when I work with clients on sales training is some will, yeah. some won't, so what, next. Yeah. And it's just like, remove the emotions, get over the feelings aspect, yes. and just go for it and That's deliver it. it. And if you get rejected, it don't frame it as rejection. Just say, okay, that wasn't it. Like, what's next? That's it. So just That's move on. It. So one last you know, question. Absolutely. And, and mm-hmm. this, is, this is kind of a fun one, but 
if you could give a movie title to your life and it could be made up or it could be an existing movie title, what would you give? The best is yet to come. Ooh. All right. That's it. Julie? Yes. Thank you so much for just everything. There's so I like was taking notes throughout the the call and I got a ton of great like insights and tidbits and I know that anyone who's listening to this who may find themselves in just whatever place. I think this interview will meet a lot of people where they're at. And thank you again for just everything that you've done. Thank you for having me. It's been, I just, you just made me motivate myself. Yeah, this girl. is great. I'm like on 10. And I hope this, you know, by, by the interview today that it inspired and encouraged someone to take that leap and walk out on faith. And when you walk it out on faith and you put it with the action, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of when. Absolutely. Well, Julie, Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm so excited. Listeners, you guys will have all the information in our show notes. So make sure you check it out on she did it her way podcast.com. And you'll be able to get in touch with Julie from there and then also see all her amazing videos for a better day with Julie on there as well. So have a fabulous day, my love. You as well. Thank you so much. Okay. Thanks, Julie. Take care. Bye, dear. Bye bye. Thanks for tuning in to the She Did It Her Way podcast. Did you like this episode? Head on over to iTunes.com to leave us a rating and a review. We would love to hear from you. And don't forget to check out SheDidItHerWayPodcast.com where you can subscribe to our email list so you can receive the inside scoop on our latest episode released each Monday. Now, do us a favor and go make it a great week. Great week.